0: We lost so many of our trained and qualified staff through COVID.
1: Gina Murphy owns Hugo's Restaurant in Dublin.
0: A lot of them changed careers, changed industries. Some people went home, were left with a a big void in the senior positions really across the industry. With ourselves here in Hugos, I'm no longer open seven days a week. I open Tuesday to Sunday, but on reduced hours, I'm not open all my lunches. We are doing six nights, but only four days.
1: With Ireland now at near full employment, Gina and many employers like her are having to think outside the box when it comes to vacancies, or indeed outside of Ireland.
0: We have people who want to come here and work, and we have the jobs. And we can't fill them from within Ireland. Like for me, personally, I'm applying for a visa for a chef. I've also, you know, spoken to people in the hotel industry who are bringing over quite a number of chefs from, say, Dubai, India, Sri Lanka, Pakistan.
1: Recruiting from abroad is not a new concept here. Nurses has always been a sector that
2: we've, I suppose, got medical people from abroad. Caroline Reedy is the managing director of the Haytour suite. We're beginning to see skills in lots of different pockets and lots of different areas be a real issue in Ireland right now. The dressmaker, whether it's the carpenter and the culinary elements of patisserie, etc. This huge shortage of electricians. Mechanics is another one. Plumbers. So we are starting to see clients and employers going abroad to try and attract graduates and attract skilled, experienced labourers in those type of sectors. Most companies are doing it through recruitment agencies abroad or they're doing it through specific trade missions to recruit abroad. So, for example, tourism are going to a trade fair abroad to attract talent to relocate to Ireland. I'd say there'll be very
1: few sectors that won't be as the year continues. The NCT has been a driving force on this one.
3: The NCT system in particular in the backlog there, one of the measures that that company introduced was to bring mechanics in from the Philippines.
1: Darren O'Rourke is Sinn Féin's spokesperson on transport, and he says that services like Dublin Bus may need to look as far as South Africa to fill positions.
3: There's an important opportunity there because they drive on the same side of the road and similar types of vehicles are immediately ready and available to work in Ireland if they can get through the visa system, if they can get through the permitting system and I think there is significant opportunity to improve the the bureaucracies there in terms of the visa processing, in terms of the the permitting, the background checks and uh, ensuring that, that workers who are eager to come in and play an important role with critical skills can be allowed to do so in a timely fashion.
0: It's very tedious, it's very time consuming. We're three applications in and we keep getting turned down on tiny technicalities. You have to start the whole process again. You know, things like that are very frustrating when we have people who want to come here and work and we have the jobs
1: recruiting from abroad may be the answer to Ireland's staff and skill shortages but according to Gina Murphy and others like her we're going to have to solve or at least make headway with Ireland's housing crisis first.
0: Probably the biggest barrier to us at the moment in the industry is the cost of accommodation in the city um, it's impossible to find places for our staff to live and I know of restaurants and hotels who have actually rented out houses for their staff. I'm Unfortunately, not in that kind of a position, but I have had to go and source accommodation for some of my staff here, and it is just eye-wateringly
2: difficult.